The following podcast is a presentation of the PTB Media Network. What's up, Benfica Nation? Welcome to another bonus episode. Welcome to the Tassa Show. It's episode two of the Tassa Show here on the Mr. Benfica feed. And I am your host, as always, the Mr. Mike Agustinho. And we're going to run down everything that is going on in the Prova Reina, the Queen competition, the Cup of Portugal, Tassa de Portugal, because it is another Tassa weekend. It is upon us. I want to start the show first of all, though, by wishing a happy Hanukkah to everybody listening that celebrates and to everybody who doesn't. There's nothing wrong with being <laughs> with being wished a happy day um, or in this case, a happy eight nights. Um, so happy Hanukkah to all of the Mr. Benfica listeners that celebrate Hanukkah throughout the world and a special hello um, because I do. Uh, see that there is there are some listeners to this show in Israel. So uh, happy Hanukkah to you there, and a happy Hanukkah to anyone around the world that celebrates uh, uh, this festival of lights uh, that begins tonight, December the tenth. Um, now at sundown, the sun has gone down here on the east coast of the United States, and it has gone down in much of the world. Um, but if you live west of here, it will still go down. By the time you hear this episode, though, it will be it'll be December the 11th, so Hanukkah will have begun. So happy, happy Hanukkah to everybody. Um, we're gonna start this episode off by reviewing round three of the Tasa. It was um a lot of matches. Obviously, the last episode was long and and naturally, um, as you can imagine. As the rounds go on and the teams become fewer and fewer, the episodes may become shorter or there may be more to talk about um, in individual matches. But we'll just see how this show uh, unravels naturally and organically. Uh, We will go back. We'll start Friday, November the 20th, the start of round three. Now in round three, we had teams, the first division teams, the the Liga Nash teams are entering. uh, And they were all entering as visitors, as that is the, the rules at this point um, for the, the Taça de Portugal that the first division teams enter at the third round as visitors and then they were drawn as such to ensure that they went on the road. So let's start with the results from Friday, November 20th, the first match of the round. ARC Oleiruj nil, Gil Vicente nil. Gil Vicente would be the winners on penalties as they would win 4-2 to two on penalties. And Oleiruj managed to make it to the penalty shootout despite having two players sent off. The amateur side had Pedro Grasa and Ilison Santos sent off. Grasa sent off in the 112th minute, while Ilison Santos saw his second yellow card in the 118th minute. So they played with 11 right up until almost the very end. Later that day, though, the big upset of the entire round, probably, um, one of... Really, on Friday the 20th, you got the two upsets, I should say, the two big upsets. And the first one happened in Santa Maria da Feira. And it was Feirense, the Pro Liga side, the second division side, falling 0-1 at home 
to Tiny Amora FC, the club where Georges Zuzouge began his coaching career some 30 or more years ago. Amora Football Club advances to round four out of the Campeonato de Portugal. A one nothing win against the Pro Liga side later on that Friday. It didn't end there at the Magalhães Pessoa Municipal Stadium, right up against the beautiful castle in Leiria, uh, not too far from from uh, my dwelling points. Um, Union Leiria one, Portimonense and nil. Another Campeonato Portugal side. Defeating a professional side. This time it was them taking out a first division side, a Liga Nage side. So this is possibly an even bigger upset. However, I do believe that um, the Union Leiria budget is, slight, is is bigger than the one at Amora. But either way, Campeonato Portugal goes 2-1 goes and one on the day against the professional ranks. And none of the amateur sides were beaten in 90 minutes on Friday, November the 20th. We move ahead. November the 21st, it's a Saturday. And it is Oriental Dragon, nil. Leixões, nil. The match would also go to penalty kicks. And a nine-man Leixões would win 4-3. to three. On penalties, they'll advance to round four. Oriental of Lisboa at home, nil. Famalicão from the Liga Nage, three. Famalicão advances. Montalegre, two. Academic de Viseu, three. And the side from the Pro Liga advances as we've got three visitors in a row winning. Of course, remember, in this in this round, the most of the professional teams are the visitors. Moving ahead, you got Sportivo Fabril do Barreiro. They used to be known as Akuf. At one time, one of the, maybe not one of the big three, but maybe one of the next three or four. There were times they were competing uh, in mid-table, again, in the days of Ozebu and in the days of Simões. Um, a lot of, of pl- professional players uh, chose in those days to play for Kuf because Kuf came with a job. Um, it's still a. It is still a a team that is loyal to its worker roots or to its factory roots, as now they're known as Sportivo Fabril do Barreiro in the southern. Uh, I should say, in the the city south of Lisbon, there in the Margem Sul, it was Fabril nil, Football Clube do Porto two, as the defending champions go into Barreiro and win two nil goals from. Tony Martinez and from Mehdi Taremi as the Iranian gets his goal his goal for Porto and those are two of the big uh two of the big transfers that came into Football Club Porto this season and they make a they make a difference here in this round 3 Portuguese Cup tie in Marinha Grande also in the Leiria district Marinhas 1 Second division side, Cova da Piedad won. The match goes to penalties, and it is the professional side, Cova da Piedad, 5-3 over the amateur or semi-professional Marinense side from, from the Campeonato de Portugal, the third division, and it was... Um, Marinense would be would be a sizzle with a João Meira own goal in the 
fifth minute when actually go ahead until Bruno Bernardo of Cova da Piedad would draw level in the 68th. Um, Marinias would be reduced to 10 men at the 118th minute. And in penalty kicks, Cova da Piedad advances. A scare also for Liga Nage side, one of the big clubs. I call them the big five, in my opinion. And I mean that culturally, maybe more than speaking in terms of football. Uh, speaking in terms, I was going to say the Portuguese word, footballistics. But um, in terms of football and in terms of um, play. But a, a side that invested heavily this season nearly go out. It's Victoria Guimarães on the road at Roca. Nil-nil after 90 minutes, and Vitoria Guimarães would win 7-6 to six on penalties. Another penalty shootout. Their rivals from Minu, Sporting Braga, would survive a scare as they went on the road to Trofens, and Braga would win 2-1 to one with goals from Ruiz and Galeno, both in the second half, and advanced to round four as well. And as we know... We had Paredes nil, Benfica won. Samaris with that goal uh, off a of set piece as Benfica survive a 1-0 scare from third division side. Paredes move ahead to Sunday, November the 22nd. And it is Faf 5, Vilar de Paredes 1, Faf advancing. Limianos 1, Fontinhas 2. Anadia 2, Pinal Novens 1, Anadia advances to round 4. And as you can notice, I want to give a shout-out to Neil up there in, in Toronto, or in Greater Toronto, rather, in the GTA, um, for assisting me with the pronunciation of that word. I'm, I'm a little embarrassed that I couldn't pronounce it. It is Anadia, and Anadia would win 2-1 to one in advance to round 4. Sporting Spinu 2, Gondomar 1, Felgueiras 1932 0 First division side, Tondela, one. Tondela advances. The green and yellow advance. Torreens of the third division of the Campeonato Portugal would win 2-0 over fellow third division side, Alverca. Remember, of course, Alverca last season eliminating Sporting at this stage. This time they go out to their neighbors, Torreens. Vila Verdense would, would host Olympic Montijo as the side from Ribatejo would make the long trip north to Vila Verde, and it would be Vila Verdense 2, Olympic Montijo 3, Montijo advances. In Aveiro, it is Betamar 1, the historic club, face off with the Bravos Asturianos with the Azorians, Santa Clara, so Betamar 1, Santa Clara 3, and Azagias dos Açores advance. Mureirense nil, Mureirense one, first division side survive. Moncão one, Rio Ave two. Oliveirense hosting Passos de Ferreira in Oliveira de Zamej and Oliveirense nil, Passos de Ferreira Peppa side four, and Passos de Ferreira who we saw last weekend at the Stadio de Luz, they advance to round four. Vizela, nil. Boa Vista, one after extra time. And the checkered side, they advance to round four. Then we move ahead to Monday, November the 23rd. 
Salgueiros 2, Sporting da Covilhão 1. Penafiel 2, Maritimo 3. After extra time, the Madeira side goes to Northern Portugal and eliminates second division side Penafiel. Real Massama 0, Bolinish Sad, or in this tournament they're called B Sad. That's how they're recognized by the Federation, whereas the league recognizes them as Bolinish Sad. So, Real Massama 0, B Sad 2. Goals in this match for Bissad scored by my boy Tiago Isgayu and by Miguel Cordoso. Académica Coimbra 1, Verzin 0, Sacavanense 1, Sporting Clube de Portugal 7 in the largest, most lopsided result of the round. Sporting on fire at this point, uh, especially here at this at the end of November. We keep moving along as we had some matches that were moved and played on different dates. Wednesday, November the 25th, Casa Pia 2, Nacional de Madeira 3 after extra time. Cristiano Ronaldo's old club, his youth club, they survive against one of the oldest clubs in Portugal, Casa Pia. So the Madeira side also uh, joined their Madeira rivals, Maritimo, in round 4. The return of Estrela da Madura to the Portuguese Cup as they would play in the Rebuleira and or nas Rebuleiras, yes, I believe it's plural. Estrela uh, da Madura from the Campeonato Portugal from the third division to first division side Farense and nil. That's right. 2-0 to Estrela da Madura. Goals by Laton in the 15th and Zhao in the 46th minute worth noting. Sergio Conceição's son, Sergio Conceição, a right back for Estrela da Madura, went off injured in this match. Um, Wednesday, no, uh, December the 9th, this past week, we were waiting on these two results to complete round four. It was at the João Coimbra Stadium in Istoril, Istoril Praia 5, Lusitano Ginásio Club 0, Istoril advances, and this match was played in the Municipal Stadium in Rio Maior. It was Vila Franquense from Vila Franca de Chira winning 2-1 over São Joanense representing São João de Madeira. And Vila Franquense advance. We know who they're playing on Sunday. We'll get to that in just a moment. But that completes round three of the Taça de Portugal. And I'm going to take a little break. And on the other side, we're going to check out, uh, we're going to talk about this weekend's matches, we're going to talk about round four and see what is coming up. Let's see what some of the interesting matchups are as the Tasa moves on. Nobody entering the tournament anymore. Um, everybody now has won a match in this competition, so it is a straight knockout tournament now. 32 teams left. We will have a round of 16 after this weekend's matchups. So... We'll be right back here on the Tasa Show right after this. Welcome back to the Tasa Show. It is episode two. We're talking round four. And by the time you hear this, unless you are subscribed and you get this the moment it releases, which will be Friday morning on uh, December the 11th at 4 a.m. Eastern Time here in the United States. Unless you listen to it immediately, chances are uh, this first match will have already taken place by the time you hear this. But the round gets kicked off Friday, December the 11th, 
9 a.m. Eastern Time in the United States, which makes it 2 p.m. in Portugal, in Portuguese Standard Time. If my math is correct, it is the Battle of the Academics. That's right, it is. Academic Viseu hosting Academica Coimbra. And that gets around four kicked off early tomorrow. And then later in the day, it is a 9.15 or, as they say in Portugal, 21.15 uh, Lisbon time. Stadio Alvalad. It is Sporting, the league leaders, the Liga Lodge, league leaders against one of the surprise um, darlings of the Liga Lodge this season. It is Ruben Amorim versus Pepa. Sporting Club Portugal hosting Passos de Ferreira and maybe the biggest and most evenly, well, maybe not the most evenly, but the biggest profile match of round four that takes place again Friday, 9.15 Lisbon Standard Time. Saturday, December 12th, bright and early, 11 a.m. Lisbon Time or Portuguese Time. You have Fontinhas hosting Faf. A couple hours later, Riwav, a host, Famalicão, in a battle of Ligonage sides. And closing out the day at 9 p.m. or 21 o'clock in Portugal, it is Istoril Praia hosting Boa Vista. And we've heard reports that uh, this week that Vasco Siabra no longer the manager at Boa Vista. And um, that makes me sad because I like Vasco Siabra. And I think that. It points to an overall bigger problem in Portuguese football and a lack of patience and a lack of understanding what it is to to see a project through, what it is to build a team and to build a club um, or rebuild a club in this case. And I think, unfortunately, due to some results, it was a mutual decision that the manager, Vasco Siabra, and Boavista Football Club decided to part ways um, they had one win, ironically, against Benfica this season. Moving on to Sunday, and it gets started early. Another 11 a.m. kickoff. Cova da Piedad hosting Moreirense. Second division takes on first division. And then a few hours later, Vitoria Guimarães hosting Santa Clara in an all-Liga Nage affair. Followed then by Football Club do Porto hosting Tondela in another all-Liga Nage Matchup, that one at the Stadio do Dragão. And then the day closes, 8.30, 20.30 in Lisbon. Lisbon Standard Time, Stadio de Luz. It is our boys, a Benfica, taking on Vila Franquense, who just won a day ago. And now they're going to play the match of their careers. They're going to, the, for many of them, it'll be a dream come true to play at the Stadio de Luz, even though it's empty as many of them will be playing against either the team they love or the team that they love to hate <laughs> because you know Portuguese people there are only two there are only two types of Portuguese football fans there are those who love Benfica and those who hate Benfica so um it'll be it could be it's going to be an exciting day for Vila Franquense, but I hope Benfica come out with a much more professional attitude than they did against Paredes. They're playing at home, and I know there's nobody there, but still they're playing at home. And I'm hoping that Georges Zouz feels a stronger lineup. Um, I want to see this game taken care of with relative ease. I know that Benfica played earlier today in the Europa League against Standard Liège, and they play again on Wednesday about a week from now in the League Cup 
against Vitaly Gimenez. But I hope it's not a whole second choice side again, giving more hope to the to Villafranquense. And sooner or later, there's going to be an upset if they continue to to take on these teams with complete second string players who have very few minutes on the pitch to begin with, and then even. You know, virtually no minutes together. Hopefully he doesn't put together that same team he did against Paris. But we shall wait and see. We move to Monday. Three games on Monday as part of this round. In Tohus Vedras, it is Tohens hosting Amora as the side uh, from from the Stubal district travel to Tohus Vedras. And then a few hours after that, in the Aveiro district, it is... Anadia hosting the upstart Estrela da Amadora as the two Campeonato Portugal sides uh, have a rare opportunity to advance to the round, I believe it's to the round of 16. Uh, is the Yeah, I believe there's 32 teams in this round, so they would advance to the round of 16, which is a, a very deep cup run already for teams at that level um, and the rare opportunity to get there without having to play... Uh, one of the big boys, one of the first division teams, Stelo Damador, of course, has already beaten first division side uh, Portimones. So Anadia hosting Stelo Amador Monday. That is a 2 p.m. kickoff in Anadia uh, Monday afternoon. And then Monday night at 8.15 Portuguese time, 2015 in in. Um, Ribatejo, it is Olympique de Montijo versus Sporting Braga. This is a bit, this is a game that will likely be televised somewhere. Um, speaking of televised games, I do want to give a shout out here, and I do want to suggest if you want to see these games and you're willing to pay for a subscription, okay, um, go to your app store, wherever you get your apps, Apple, uh, Google, wherever you get your apps for your devices. Uh, put in Canal Owns, Canal 11, all right, C-A-N-A-L, 11, all right. You can buy a yearly membership for $60, and you can see more football than you can imagine. Um, you can see all of the football run by the Portuguese Federation, the Portuguese Cup, the Women's League, the Liga BPI, the Campeonato Portugal, the third division. If you have a team in your city or your town back home that you want to follow they show a lot of games from that level. Um, I I did just uh, about a week and a half ago. I subscribed because I wanted to watch the Portuguese women's national team play in their Euro qualifiers. And I got tired of trying to use pirated streams. And I couldn't even find them, to be honest. Um, and I wasn't about to crash any more computers with pirated streams. I'm not very good on the technical side. I don't know really how to protect my uh, computer from, from such things from viruses and things like that. So I felt much better downloading the app. And I downloaded the app. I subscribed to Canal and I'm glad I did. I've watched a whole bunch of content on there. I have watched uh, a lot of the review shows. They do a better job with the analysis, a lot of a better job discussing football than, um, than your RTP or your Sport TV. Much better job than BTV or your TVI even. Okay, all the... All the uh, some of the best, all the good minds are at Canalons, um, and, the, and the channel's run by the Federation. So if you're interested, and you, want, I'm sure some of these games will be available there. That's where I watched uh, yesterday's Villa Franquense versus San Juanes to see what was next in store for Befica. 
So those are the three games on Monday. We move then to Wednesday, December the 23rd of next. So next week, we're going to fast forward a week for the rest of the matches in this round. Uh, they'll happen two days before Christmas. Uh, it will be starting with the a couple of 11 a.m. kickoffs that day. It is Maritimu hosting Salgirj at the Barerush and across Funchal at the Chopana. Nacional will host Leixões. So both Madeira teams kicking off at the same time on the same day. And uh, I find that a little bit bizarre, but that is uh, what's what's happening. And a few hours later, a 4 p.m. kickoff on Wednesday the 23rd. Back at the Magalhães Psoe. Like I said, right uh, up against the beautiful castle in Leiria. It is Union Leiria hosting Gilles Vicente. And the day and round closes out at the Jamur at 7 p.m. on the 23rd. Bisad hosting Sporting de Spinu. That, ladies and gentlemen, are the is the fixtures for round four of the Taça de Portugal of the Cup. As the march to to the Jamur, cro- fingers crossed that <laughs> the FPF doesn't do a 180 and make some kind of backroom deal at the last minute again to move the final. Uh, the march continues here in the month of December. And when we're done, 16 teams will remain. And we'll talk about that when we get to episode three. So thank you for joining me. I'm the Mr. Mike Agustinu. You can follow me on Twitter at Mefica Mr. on Instagram at Mr. Befica. And on Facebook at www.facebook.com forward slash Mr. Befica. And of course, check out MrBefica.com. Uh, I've got updated Liganage standings there as they are right now. And I'll have I'll have some more written content up very soon. Also, um, I do want to announce anyone interested, anyone in North America that is a fan of Major League Soccer, I will be doing an MLS Cup review show over on the PTB network this weekend. I'm going to do it Saturday night after the match. Okay, so the Major League Soccer uh, final is this Saturday. Columbus Crew taking on Seattle Sounders. I'm going to watch the game. I'm going to analyze it, and I'm going to do a post-show after the match, and you can expect it Sunday morning on the PTB media network. Uh, make sure you follow the Park in the Bus podcast. That's where you will find it. So wherever you get your podcast, type in Park in the Bus, and um, it should come up. There is another Park in the Bus out there, which I'm not too happy about. But if you put in Park in the Bus um, and you put in uh, my name, Mike Agustinu, it will come up with with our with with my channel, and uh, that's where I'm going to post it. It'll probably it probably will. Find its way to the Mr. Befica feed at some point next week. All right. And I am restructuring that Parking the Bus podcast. I've got a, I know I said this before, but I got a great idea. I think I got a great idea for how I'm going to go forward with that podcast in 2021. So there will be more details coming out. Also, this weekend, uh, check out Parking the Bus podcast for Liga MX. That's the Mexican League. They also are crowning a champion this weekend. And I will have coverage of that as well. All right. Thank you for joining me. Like I said, this is the Mr. Mike Agustin. You signing off. This has been the Tasa Show. I'm sending you away one more time. Again, with none other than Mike the Gaita. Poking Porta, Poking Porta. Have a great uh, weekend. Enjoy the cup football this weekend. Oh, my God.
parte, pouco importa, pouco importa Se julgamos bem ou mal, chegamos a levar a taça Para nosso Portugal, pouco importa, pouco importa Se julgamos bem ou mal, chegamos a levar a taça Para nosso Portugal Muita esperança E no jogo não falhamos Portugal está 